Good morning and welcome to the table. I'm Charlie. And I'm Heather. And it is Mindset Monday. Thank you for joining us. If you have been following us, you know that we love to learn and grow and we're taking you on the journey with us. Choosing, deciding every week how we're going to show up, who we're going to be. Stepping up. Stepping up. Stepping up. Stepping into ourselves. Mm -hmm. Not like trying to be anybody that we're not. Right. So very authentic. Raw conversations. And we have been reading a couple of really awesome books um, that we are going to talk about. But if you want to hear me read them, go check out our Sunday edition of the weekly reading. Okay. Career Self-Care by Minna Zetlin. And The Voice of Knowledge by Don Miguel Ruiz. And I love um, his whole series of books. Mm -hmm. And this week does not let you down. No, it doesn't. This really dives into the itty bitty shitty committee. (laughs) And are you listening to them like they're your own voice or not? Yeah. So we all have this like voice in our head, this like self-judgment that we hear in our heads all the time. Why are you doing that? You can't do that. Criticism, <laughs> judgment, judgment. Um, telling you you can't do something. The or um, you can't wear that. You'll be too noticed. Right. And we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Right. right? Um, <clears throat> and so we dig deep to figure out where these things come from. And this chapter pretty much sums it up really well on where these where the where the anybody shitty committee comes from in your life mm-hmm. um i like the the and the points to ponder are always a good place to have a discussion around so mm-hmm. i liked this one the voice in your head is like a wild horse taking you wherever it wants to go once you tame the horse you can ride the horse the knowledge becomes a tool for your communication that takes you where you want to go Oh, so um, remember how we talk about the domestication of humans? Yeah. Right. So let's turn that around a little bit and look at our domestication as the horse. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So um, it's a wild horse because it's not your beliefs. It's not your what's true for you. Yes. And so it's wild because it's always going to fight you. Right. Right. Because you're always like, but that doesn't feel good with me. Oh, but I'm not allowed to feel that way. Oh, but that still doesn't feel good with me. Oh, but I just have to go with this. And then you always don't, you don't feel good. You um, feel really um, unfulfilled in life. Confused even. Yeah. Yeah. It can, I feel like depression, then like your vibration just keeps kind of lowering until you get into that really yucky. You start judging yourselves. The voice is coming um, the whole, whole thing. I can't do this. I deserve this. You might even say to yourself, like, you, yeah. Did we not record? No, it's recording. Oh, okay. The camera did a weird thing. I'm trying to fix it. Okay. Unplug, plug back in. Yeah, I'm down.
Okay. Hi. Okay. First try. First try. Mercury is in retrograde. Yeah. And it happens, right? So there was a perfect intermission. Mm -hmm. So, so it's such a great thing to think about, like, where is this thought in in that spiral too? Like Mm -hmm. that spiral is like a wild horse, man. You just, you're like, it's like you put that rope around the horse's neck and your hand is like stuck there and you're going on this loop. Like, how can you let go of that wild horse and choose where? you want to be right and learn to tame it so that it works for you not against you yeah right right okay so yummy 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 all right um you don't need internal dialogue what what (laughs) you can know without thinking you can perceive your feelings why waste energy telling yourself what you already know We're worrying about what you don't know. When the voice in your head finally stops talking, you experience inner peace. When I was reading the chapter, one of the things they talked about is how um, we don't have to learn how to breathe. Right. We just know how to breathe. Sometimes we forget to breathe. Sometimes we're not breathing in a way that is good for us. But... Our bodies don't stop breathing until we die, period. From birth to death, you breathe, right? Um, And so that is kind of an example of the knowing, right? You already know so much about yourself and about your personal experiences and things that you don't have to necessarily um what's what's the word I'm looking for you already know you already know so you don't need to have this like debate or dialogue in your head you don't have to have a why a reason that because we spend so much time like having feeling like we have to explain our decisions Mm mm-hmm justify ourselves justifying right right so that is i did it not the other day to justify your choices right? because <laughs> we you were don't have to justify your choices we were talking about like i was looking at like all these activity things and i didn't i wanted to figure out my own pacing and planning for my physical body needs mm-hmm. and i started to justify why i needed an assistance with something you didn't need to do that. I didn't you know? need to do that. So I was doing it out loud, but that's what we do in our heads mm-hmm. is we justify it to ourselves. Yeah. Instead of just trusting our so, own inner knowing and ooh, our inner knowledge. We get just my he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trust. Because when we're trusting ourselves, it, it there's an ease and flows to the decision mm-hmm. and your confidence behind that trust mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So building that love for yourself, knowing yourself, trusting that, and really feeling that. So we we talk about that name game mm-hmm. you can play with yourself. So this is just like a really simple way to show yourself what's true and not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's we all know what our name is, and we all know what our name is not. So say out loud to yourself, my name is, and then say your name. 
and feel how that feels in your heart. My, My name, name is Heather. Heather. Now, do, do the same thing after noticing how that felt to you when you said your name. And use a different name that is not attached to you in any way. Not a nickname, not anything Not something like you've ever been called. And don't call yourself something bad or... No, oh, that's like an actual name. An actual name. So, my, my name, name is George. <laughs> like, I mean, both parents <laughs> I was like, I could think of like a million girl names. I'm like, oh, I'd love to be called that. That's what I was thinking in my head. I was like, yeah, let's go with a, not a dude name. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, how did it, that it just didn't feel it, right. uh, to me, like when I said my name, I felt it like I identified it through my core. Mm-hmm. This is me. Uh, that was a true statement. Right. You and before I could really only feel it here. Mm-hmm. So it's like when the first time we did it, I did feel it right here mm-hmm. and only right there. And now it can connect. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Growth. You so guys. when you say your own name, right? And George was right here. Me. And then. Yeah. <laughs> you say not your name it's like up here and it doesn't really feel good that's how you can just begin playing with what is true to you yeah right and learning to trust yourself and what is true or what is not true to you yes and learning to trust that intuition right yeah yeah and connecting to it right feels, because- and it feels so good when you start to make your decisions and then like you know gently reminding yourself you don't have to justify Mm -hmm. and then you know oh that felt really good inside Mm -hmm. I feel good about that decision and you're right I didn't have to justify anything or now my self-worth is going up right Right. it starts that going in the right direction and changing that vibration and moving up the vibration Mm -hmm. level it's pretty cool so pretty cool um Let's talk about one more point to ponder here with Don Miguel Ruiz. And that is um, this piece here. The truth survives our skepticism, but we cannot say the same about lies. Lies can only survive if we believe them. Mm-hmm. The truth is still the truth, whether or not we believe it. That is the beauty of the truth. Okay. So I was watching um, a podcast and um, the host was interviewing a famous singer Mm -hmm. and she was talking about her growth and she's beautiful. We've loved her for years. She's gorgeous. Um, That was never something we would think was an issue, but one of the things that she would tell herself and not didn't realize it for a long time was that she was ugly. And when she said that out loud, she was like, that does not vibe with me. Like, what? Where did that come from? Like, and so then she, you know, she's talking about her her own growth and how that's happening. So it's like, she's famous. Mm -hmm. We all admire and think she's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And she still had that weird belief that she was ugly. So what are you telling yourself? Mm -hmm. Right? Right. And by the way, this beautiful, amazing artist that we all know. Her name is Pink. Actually, that one was Leanne Rhymes. That one was Leanne Rhymes. Okay. Oh well, I just want but to interview Pink. Song. I have mm-hmm. I have heard Pink say very similar things. Right. Like you just I have too. 
Oh, right? that was the deja vu. Yeah. Right. Yes. Another great podcast if you want to check it out. Um, but where does this take us? Right. right. We're not alone in this like itty bitty shitty committee always no. there. So having the tool, mm-hmm. right. And so we're talking about career self-care. Huh? Career self-care by Minda Bentland. Um, this this week we were talking about you have a brain. Here's how to make the most of it. Right. So it goes back to how we treat ourselves and all that things. But the exercises to try this week are, um, are pretty, pretty insightful. Yeah. If, if you want to give them a try. The first one is breaking the email habit. How much time every day do you spend on email? What time of day do you read and respond to that email? How does look at how that affects your day and um, try if you're a morning email reader, right? I know I am. I like to check my emails first thing in the morning, respond to things, and then I actually don't check it again until the afternoon before. Right. We kind of have it for the day. Schedule. That is currently my pattern. Right. I might have to change it up after reading this. Right. I'm I'm curious. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Right. Like try putting it off until late afternoon. The same goes for Slack messages, chats, texts, phone calls, and social media, which is really hard when you work in social media. Okay. And if you're accustomed to starting the day with some other mundane tasks, Mm -hmm. such as filing paperwork, set that aside until later as well. Instead, when you first arrive at your desk in the morning, tackle your biggest, most important task, the one that requires all your creativity and problem-solving skills. Eat the frog. I love that because what I really like about that is mm-hmm. that you aren't letting your brain be taken by anyone else mm-hmm. before you use your own creativity. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of it, right? Is that you get to choose and decide how you use your energy instead of letting somebody else have power and control, right? Because then you're thinking about their problem or their issue, how to respond to it, Mm -hmm. right? So if you take that time and just set aside that time for that creative thing that was hard, now it's easy. Mm-hmm. Because your brain can actually focus on it instead of everybody else. Right. This is the same reason why I like to get up and start working early in the morning. It's like when everybody's quiet in the house is yeah. quiet before they go. Steals your brain. Before anybody steals my no, brain, stealing the brain, I can focus and get a bunch of stuff done. Nobody's so, pebbling you. Right. We love pebbles, but we love pebbles, but no. Um, if you don't know, pebbling is when your loved ones, like penguins, bring you pretty shiny things, treats, snacks, um, literal pebbles, flowers, <laughs> little things to remind you how much they love you. Yeah. But they drop them in your space while you're trying to do something else. <laughs> it's yeah, the whole side of my desk over here, you guys. <laughs> um, your family loves it. Number two is commit to sleep. Most adults require between seven and eight hours of sleep a night. And as mentioned in a previous chapter, some researchers believe that means you need at least eight and a half hours in bed since you don't spend 100% of time in your bed sleeping. Anybody else guilty of scrolling in bed? (laughs) My husband some nights, he's like, put the phone down. 
go to bed. Okay. Turn it off. And I put it face down. Right. So then it doesn't light up and everything else from disturbing. And I I don't know if you do this too, but when my alarm goes off in the morning, it's on my phone, right? My alarms are on my phone. I take my phone and I shove it in my pillow. <laughs> and I hit snooze. That's hilarious. And then it wakes me up again when it vibrates. No. No. <laughs> okay. I like that. But I do tell um, my Alexa and my phone to give me a snooze, which mm-hmm. I, I learned a new limiting belief around that. So I'm excited right. to challenge right. that with myself. So look at how long it takes you to fall asleep at night and wake up in the morning and add that to your eight hours. Right. Like you're not just climbing in bed and nobody climbs in bed and goes out cold. No. Well, unless they're completely exhausted, in which case they might need more sleep anyway. (laughs) We should talk about other kinds of self care. (laughs) For me, it's turn the episode off, right? Yeah. Like, okay, no, we don't get into another episode. That episode ended, don't. Yeah. And I love to put on um, YouTube sleep music. Mm Because I live in an apartment complex mm-hmm. and it helps with noises. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it also helps with my son's noises moving around the apartment <laughs> in the middle of the night. But it just helps. Like mm-hmm. so that sound. And then it's been really fun to explore different types of sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that running water is bad. Wake up and go pee all night. <laughs> right. That was a really bad night. I was like, oh, let's not do that again. I have my little electronic lady um play music at night. Yeah. Right. And it's usually like healing frequencies, meditation music, things like that. But yes, nothing with water. Um, <laughs> it's just like, and, oh, I got enough issues. And when like it's that. raining. Oh, I open my window. Yes. Right. And it's summertime. So my window's open right now anyway. But I think um, that's why I, I thought running water, water might be rain. okay. I didn't think about it because mm-hmm. I do love the sound of rain. Mm-hmm. For some reason, rain is fine, but like waterfalls, not so much. Yes. Okay. <laughs> running rivers. <laughs> so trickling. <laughs> take care of yourself. Get some sleep. Try to prioritize sleep for one week of your life and make sure you get nice stressful sleep and things like that and then notice how you feel yeah after that's really what it's about is figuring out what works for you right and the time of day that you sleep I don't think really matters so much but make sure that your environment and everything else is conducive to that like my husband um used to work swing shift and so we have blackout curtains on our windows and stuff and our bed is in kind of like this nook that is supposed to be like an attached nursery on our master suite but we put our bed in there so we can put a blackout curtain across the doorway and so that even it doesn't you know, matter what it doesn't time matter what time what shift he's on whether he's on swings or grapes or whatever he could still sleep during the day when it was light outside right um so setting up your your environment to we did that for my grandpa too and then it was like because of the the way the house was built Mm -hmm. like you didn't go down that end of the hallway like unless you were super quiet and yeah because the whole house moves (laughs) you know because of the mobile home 
Yeah. Back in the day. Mobile. Yeah, but the um the master suite is usually at the far end. Yeah, right? it was at the far end. So it was fine. We were like could be normal. And then we didn't play on that side of the house, which was fine because the play equipment was all on the, yeah, the, the other side, side of the house, anyways. So. Yeah. And they did that on purpose. Yes. <laughs> so just make sure you set up your environment so that it lends to that sleep. And you allow yourself the time to actually fall asleep and actually wake up, right? Yes. Okay. Instead of hit snooze, hit snooze, hit snooze. Oh, crap. I'm late. Out the door. Run. Right? That's not ideal. It's getting to the point of it's normal for your body to, like, go to sleep and wake up Mm -hmm. and not make you be in that panic feeling. Exactly. I wish that for you all. Yeah. Because that's fabulous. Yeah. I don't like the panic feel. And I actually go to bed a lot earlier than some people because I get up naturally early in the morning. But that's that's me. That's my jam. Um, And number three this week is create a schedule that takes your brain into account. So this is kind of what we were just talking about was like, if you are naturally a night owl, that's okay. Don't schedule that important meeting for 7 a.m. Right. Right. Like that's not when your brain's going to be the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I know um, we actually set up our schedules differently because we work at different times. I am the early morning person on our team. And so I take the early morning client stuff that goes on and morning checks and things like that. I and, like to sleep in a little bit more. Yep. And then John like would prefer to sleep in it's probably a even bit, more. A bit more than that. <laughs> right? Like, so we kind of have it. You do like the midday. Midday. And then, and then John takes the evenings, right? Yeah. And it works out really great because we've talked as a team and this is what and works for us. Right. And then we're all taking account the time we are our best. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because like John is not his best at 8 a.m. <laughs> right? I love him at an 8 a.m. meeting. <laughs> He's like, Ooh, what? What? I'm not awake yet. Did you, you say? Didn't... What did you say? Let me drink this. <laughs> yeah. And he does, Try that again. <laughs> it's not coffee that he's drinking it's something much more inter- impactful but yeah because because as we've discovered we all are um enjoy coffee a very particular way we do and we're very excited for coffee life we are very excited for coffee like we're you, weirdos you are going to have to wait to hear more about our coffee life but there's some exciting things happening for us and coffee um mm-hmm. So without further, without further ado, you guys, it's always great to come together and hang out with you guys in the mornings on Mondays or whatever whatever time you listen to us. It really doesn't matter. But thank you for joining us for for the journey of growth and discovery. Thanks for being here. We love you all. Thank you for joining us and choosing and deciding how we start our weeks whenever that week starts. Namaste. Namaste.